evaluators, if you are online, if you've been listening in, uh, Team 466, are you online? Team 466, this is 9, Tracy, my Kilo Lead Facilitator, are you online? Roger, we started by a short time, go ahead. Okay, thank you very much, uh, 466. Um, I hope you've been listening in. Uh, this time we're going to begin our hot wash. And uh, as lead evaluator there, 466, um, I'd like to pass it on to you. Uh, could you just give us your feedback for, from uh, what you've heard uh, during our operation uh, exercise uh, this afternoon? Uh, passing on the mic to you, over. Uh, firstly, let me say a very special good evening to everyone on the on the channel, and um, I would like to more or less look at the exercise from three angles um, to identify some of the very positive, um, look at some of the gaps, and also identify ways as to how things can improve. Um, firstly, let me comment on the, um, the mode utilized for the exercise. I think the efforts utilized in Zello um, went, it's a good initiative and went quite well indeed. I really appreciate the spirit of the exercise. Um, unfortunately for me, I was at the salt mine, so I joined the exercise very, very late indeed, just around 10 minutes past 9 o'clock, so I would have missed a chunk of the um, scenario and those oh. of the minutes that were uh, the injects that went into the exercise pause. However, um, apart from that, I think the messaging techniques used and expressed through the various persons who went through those injects all played a very wonderful role and uh, I think that was the clarity was good. The pace in terms of the information shared for emergency messaging purposes was excellent indeed. Um, even the role play of the suit team went quite well uh the person in terms of his acting skills that was really tremendous and i think the variation of the injects really captured uh what may give rise in such a uh, hazard impacting um the republic and um so i really really appreciated that indeed um as to the participation let me pause again. The participation was well received. I think um, persons, the variation of persons, and, the, and their input and their enthusiasm role playing was excellent indeed. Of course, there is always areas for improvement. Um, I am not sure if in some cases it may have been important to reiterate some of the key information in 
the messages, for example, where there may be numbers. While I know the challenge may have been to allow persons to exercise their skills in receiving messages at a particular rate, um, it's always critical that um, we as communicators know what elements of the message that may be necessary for repeating. Let me see again, repeating, that is, that you can consider to be an imperative so that the message is received. But not taking anything away, I think the piece was good for most parts and that um, in a real scenario, persons can uh, copy um, and in terms of message handling quite well with the piece that was utilized. Um, so I know other commentators may want to, the evaluators may want to, um, to look at that. I was not privileged to review the um, exercise objective, but I quite, based on experience, I know um, this was centered around message handling and also identification of rules and responsibilities especially in a given scenario whereby one needs to know who to call to uh, respond, and that is key going forward. I think one of the um, one of the areas that really jumped out, and it was brought to me by my ex-wife, is that of the um, the use of um, the foreign message, meaning that which was transmitted in either patois or and to me, that was uh, a brilliant idea used. And um, I recall in, in many real situations, especially, for example, as you know, jazz is coming up. One of the features that we normally do is try to get uh, linguistic persons involvement. And to me, you all would have struck a note uh, that maybe you need to give consideration to you know, a service improvement plan to ensure I'm talking really, you know, that um, a list of personnel who uh, linguistics resource is made available. I think that is something even from a national perspective that sometimes we we overlook. So that was really, really tremendous. Control, I think I would have um, exhausted my, <laughs> my speaking time. I'm not sure if I would have covered um, all that I can. But um, as to the service improvement plan, I, I, I am willing to listen in as much as I can so I can um, maybe even contribute to that going forward. But I think if I'm to summarize to the end that this initiative demonstrates how well the law can be used as a tool and also the clarity uh, the information came with. So while there may be pros and cons with the use of Zello. This is one of the things that I think is a plus. And it was craftedly demonstrated by one of the time those persons who... It's a KTO, K6HJU. And also, I myself just came from the sort mine working on, some, on, on, on a project in, in the a mobile command unit. Um, but nevertheless, I think this is, this is demonstrating that uh, a level of preparedness 
for what may what we may be faced with at any point in time and, and therefore we can feel comfortable that there are operators out there who can utilize the law to um, um, in message handling and, and transmission of um, information that is vital for the response to any type of eventuality. Thanks again, Control, for giving me the opportunity. I'll be monitoring, and if there need be, I will probably say something later on after we get around to hearing the views of others. Control, over to you. Thank you very much, um, 466. Uh, very good, detailed overview. And uh, we look forward to uh, those comments being put together in, uh, in that uh, review plan that you, you spoke about. So I'd like to invite other uh, evaluators at this time. Is the team 135 online? I invite the team 135 if you're online. Uh, this is your time to provide your feedback. Over. This is uh, Nigel Trace here. My kilo calling team 135. Team 135, are you online? Over. Okay, no answer from the team 135, so this time I'd like to call on the team uh, 478. Team 478, this is the facilitator, Niger Tracer, here, my kilo. Uh, are you online, sir? I'm calling uh, team 478, team 478. Uh, this is the facilitator, are you online, sir? We control team 610. Uh, go ahead, 610. I control. But could you call probably uh, Jerry uh, 2510 for his uh, contribution? Over. Uh, this is Control. I'd like to call uh, Jerry uh, 2510. Are you online, sir? Uh, time to provide feedback. Over. Uh, Lead facilitator, this is Jerry 2510. Over. Uh, good afternoon, Jerry 2510. Glad to have you on the uh, uh, microphone here, sir. Uh, I'll hand the mic over to you so you can provide your uh, feedback. Let's try to keep it a, a little bit uh, short so you have uh, around five minutes. Go ahead. Okay, uh, thank you. Lead uh, facilitator for inviting me to this awesome exercise. I think it, uh, it augurs well and we can do it a little more. Uh, let me say that I, I, felt the, I felt the chaos and I felt the confusion because there will be chaos and confusion uh, should something like this happen. Uh, and let me say that uh, I picked up, however, that not everyone uh, has a clear understanding of what uh, ICS is, but that could be worked on. Uh, for instance, uh, I was... I looked at several things and I, and I wrote some of them down. Uh, one of them particularly was, uh, I think it was 476, uh, who was trying to get a police escort to take uh, to take him or some person to the to the hospital to see his son. Uh, at at a time like this, it will be a lot of things that will be prioritized and i think a police escort may not be may not uh, may not be available so i suppose you may just have to come in there another vehicle uh, uh, that may be another option uh, I, I would have liked to see react more involved in it i felt that reactors on the ground can really give information uh, 
in addition to that, I picked up that uh, everybody was giving in, uh, given reports. And when the Prime Minister asked for a report, uh, the incident commander at the time uh, didn't have the figures. You see, at the incident command post, uh, if you're following the, the, the ICS, you will have liaison public information safety officer. And the public information officer would be gathering all this so that they can relate that uh, type of information. Everybody can't be um, given information so that we would need uh, the, uh, somebody given the responsibility as the public information. And uh, I think that uh, it's the incident commander, he should have had at least the command staff at his disposal. But I suppose uh, we will develop that as, as we go along. Uh, apart from that, uh, as I said, I like the I like the enthusiasm and I like the chaos. I felt the chaos, and uh, I, I suppose in a real life situation, it, it would be ten times ten times worse, and uh, we would expect uh, reactions like what we was described, and and even a little more. Uh, when I wrote my notes, I was by, uh, sometimes when I wrote the note, uh, Stefan, you would come in and correct and make some corrections right away. So some of them, I, 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 I have to scratch them because you, you came in and you, and you, and you corrected it. Uh, what I like to see is that, uh, the, the members of team have a more clear knowledge of incident command system and, uh, Sometimes the there was not an incident action plan, and uh, planning is the most important thing, so that we would know where we're going, so we could triage, so we could see what is critical and important, what is important, but not critical, and uh, we could more or less dispatch the the resources. Uh, sometimes I felt during the exercise that we had unlimited resources and we were able to send it wherever we want. That is that, that, that will never be so in a true live incident. So I want to, that's just my comments from, from here. As far as the incident objective, uh, uh, the, the, the whole exercise objective is concerned, uh, I want to go through a couple of them uh, validate the team size up procedures. Uh, I, 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 I felt that there was not uh, any thought about or any word, if they, they may have been taught about uh, initial damage assessment, and that should be uh, and that should be clear. Uh, they evaluate procedures for locating a medical treatment area. Uh, Stefan, you helped out there in that one, and uh, so I have to take my notes away from that. Validate the decision, decision-making process to prioritize incidents. That's the one I referred yeah. to, and that's when we have the incident action plan uh, at the uh, on-site. Remember, ICS is an on-site system, 
so that I also felt that you um, in the next exercise we could probably have uh, incident action the the, 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 the the post more than one post in an in an in an in, in a thing like something like an earthquake uh, not only one incident action uh, a post would be established because incidents would be happening uh, several places and. Uh, different people reporting, but, but, but we can get to that. I, I picked up on this exercise, there was one, there was just one, uh, or the, 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 the command post, the incident command post, uh, there was one incident command post. So let me get back uh, uh, saying that there, there could be several incident command posts. But uh, as we develop, we'll get better at it. I want to praise and thanks all those who participated. As I said, I liked your enthusiasm. I like your commitment to it, and I think that uh, when uh, pause, yes. So I think that when next we do it, we can only get better, and I hope we can do this um, twice. Uh, 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 well, every every other month, so that people get better at it, and different people get involved. So thank you very much for inviting me, and I will be part of any exercise like this you have again. Thank you very much. Over. Thank you very much, uh, 2510, for those great uh, comments. So yes, we take home the fact that incident command is something we need to work on. Uh, incident action planning is definitely um, filling out these forms, involved in it, and uh, discussions, and as part of the objectives in terms of the actual scene size up. So it's all uh, things we need to take note of and definitely get some training uh, in it. All right. So now I would like to bring on the listener, invite uh, 610. If you have the voice, you are listed as an evaluator. So 610, um, can you come back and provide us some uh, quick feedback? Over. Light time to your control. I don't have the voice, but first, let me say thank you so much to the team for 66, their face observations, face comments there, and of course, those information going forward. So too for Jerry um, 2510, for those of you who know the team 466 with the director of Tima in the Tobago, and the Jerry, which is Jerry David, is the disaster management uh, coordinator for the Diego Martin Regional Corporation. So again, we thank those guys for the input. We were hoping that the other experts that we have on the field, the Team 135, the Team 478, and they would have been able to share some information also. But uh, that not being the case as yet, I'm not too sure if they're probably getting the documents ready. Um, so I can't jump the gun there. But folks, I want to first and foremost thank you all for participating. I want to thank you all for committing yourself to this exercise. And you have heard some of the comments thus far. It means to say that the only way in which you can get better is to continue to practice, is continue to develop your skills, is continue to read, to research, and ensure that whatever capacity you're called upon to assist as radio communicators, you should be able to fall in line. Every uh, area, every field, there is, again, a certain amount of training that is needed. So, again, the incident command process, a lot of training that needs to be developed there. And any other area, whether it's medical ops, whether it's communication, whether it's transport, any part, whether it is a certain program that you're looking at, or, again, 
you will need the necessary training. So it's not just a matter of squeezing the keys and uh, saying hello hi from time to time, but as an emergency organization who vowed to assist the government in time of need when they called upon, it means to say that we must be ready there, Paul. So again, let me take the time to thank each and every one. I can't afford to exhaust my voice too much tonight. Um, probably at some other time I will do so, but at this present time I cannot do that. Early on today it was gone completely. It's back with me a little. I have a program to do tomorrow, please God, in which I need to talk a little. And um, so I need some of it. But thank you guys so much. Everything is documented. If I get the opportunity, I will put it in a podcast and send it to you all on a different um, platform so that you have that to look to listen and of course to make the necessary correction as made mentioned by one um the evaluator there are a lot of gaps and we recognize that there are a lot of gaps and um i thank god that god is so good that my voice is not with us today because on many occasions you know um, i want to thank uh Stefan also for the work he, he did in you know putting all this thing together. And when I spoke with him today, he told him that my voice was not here. He took up the challenge. And again, thank you so much, uh, Stefan. But God forbid if I was the lead facilitator, there were a lot of times you're gonna stop you all because there were a lot of information flow that again was not taking any type of detail that it's supposed to be. When you talk about casualty, we can't afford to give vague information. We can't afford to just give figures that we just pull from a cap or a hat or up the air. We must be, again, constructive in those sort of information flow. So it is very important that when we see something, we have figures, documents, data to back it up. We must be able to do those things, folks. If we cannot do that, if you have to submit, as I said, there was an inject there for the Prime Minister requesting information, he cannot go and tell the general public that there are some people, some people must be a particular figure, so you cannot give just figures, it must be definite with the information, and again, there's big clarity. When the reporters ask for information, again, there must be clarity. Thanks a lot. Again, I don't want to lose my voice. Stefan, great job. Thank you so much. Microphone back to you. Uh, you're very welcome, 610. My pleasure to have uh, taken up your role as lead facilitator tonight. Um, that being said, I mean, my comments, as uh, we already know, uh, we've already identified uh, a lot of the gaps and um, definitely put forward a plan in terms of uh, filling those gaps for the next time around. Uh, incident command system is one of those tricky things. It's not practiced a lot in Trinidad and Tobago. Uh, on the ground as we would like to see it so it's sometimes hard to envision what exactly we hope to see in terms of incident command uh, it's a whole new language a whole new system and uh, it's slowly being implemented so uh, as that happens at the state level we are as support agencies can definitely pick up on it and actually understand uh, what it means to hold the post as incident commander and work with the other agencies um, in terms of some of the other corrective actions we, we need to put in, uh, I, it was mentioned there by the Jerry 2510 in terms of the realities. Again, in disasters, we know resources are always limited. So when we can quickly call for an ambulance uh, in, in peacetime, in a disaster, we may have to wait hours or even days uh, before that ambulance actually arrives on scene. Uh, so all of these are, are things we need to take into consideration as we do our uh, virtual exercises using using these alo um, 
as much as possible, try to picture yourself actually being in the field, uh, experiencing uh, it happening in real life. So it takes a lot of imagination also from us uh, in doing these types of exercises. Like the country, all the team members that took part, uh, we did try to stick to time, and I know we're, we're also uh, going a little bit over time. So at this point, uh, if there's no other uh, comments, I would like to give the final closing that uh, we would have our operation our operation uh, Charlie Alpha uh, come officially to a close I now pass back your channel uh, to regular operation so this is the 9Z3 Sierra Mike you know lead facilitator for this exercise uh, giving final words and returning the microphone back to uh, team communication. Over. Thanks again there, um, Stefan, and again for all our members in this one. But before you drop, and I thank you again for your time. I know it's pressure to around this time there. But uh, Team 729, as the individuals are really icy, um, if you have any information that you wish to share, Team 755-715-662. If you have any information to share, we would like to have it on record. So, 729, microphone to you, sir. Thank you very much, sir. It's a pleasure. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Stefan, and to all the other guys that was in there uh, to evaluate. We do appreciate having you guys, and we will try our best for the next time around to see how we can um, correct the few mistakes that we made. And Team 610, we hope that you feel much better with that focus. Microphone back to you, sir. Roger, thank you, uh, Team 729. Team 755, microphone to you. One more time, Team 755, Team 610. Okay, nothing good there. Team 715, microphone to you. Thank you, 610. Um, let me say it's always a pleasure having these being around for these simulations because it opens up a lot of gaps uh, for I would say for corrective feedback or constructive feedback as it were. It's always N one O H N N one O H N K four T L C Dave you still around? Come up with what might be the case. But I think it's a very good start. Uh, an actual reality and according to Jerry David we have a lot more to learn where an actual event taking place would really enlighten us and I'm praying that we would never have to do that but in the case that it should happen I think we are on a very good road in learning what we need to do and it will continue to take practice and information and things like that to get it done as effective as we can have it done because I don't think it will ever be perfected, especially in natural disasters. Okay, so thank you for allowing us to be a part of this. Um, it was a pleasure. As usual, being a part of team is very rewarding in that things like these really inspire you to go on. <coughs> 16, I'm wishing you all the best with 
whatever is happening to you and hope that you recover soon. Yeah, I was gonna ask you, are you downloading that file from a FTP site or are you just pulling it off the internet? Thank you for being here for us and we hope that you will continue to be a part of us. 73 is all. Uh, thank you so much, team 715, lots of information there. Team 662, microphone to you. Yeah, pleasant night time once again. And thanks to all my comrades, as he said, we are learning. But I, I have a suggestion, but I think I heard Stefan say that it, it can't happen, but I think we can try. My suggestion is that we do it in the open. And when I say the open, we find a field that we can use for a day. Okay, I was just taking a look at some programs here. We make a script file uh, from the Windows command line. So uh, I guess it's a, you know it's still a batch file. Okay. Um, I was just trying to see uh, something that can help you. Yeah, you must be over on the, um, yeah, thank you so much, uh, I'm on the guild, so they're just here on one side of this conversation. K4 Jerry, there's always simulation in the Diego Martin area, especially with these members. There's a team right now that's being trained, especially on a Sunday. And I think there's a simulation exercise coming up soon. And I think they, well, we have some plans later on even to do some ICS info. So probably we could have some uh, visitors to that, uh, Jerry, and uh, we can bring in some of the folks just to sit and look and to observe as observers and take some notes and make comments later on. Thank you there, um, team. All right, I'll do some tests here. I'll, I'll download the program and try to find out where it's at and, and see what I can help you brainstorm. All right, KU4TLC. Cover from this thing as soon as possible. All right, now that we're not crossing. <laughs> All right, thank you, appreciate it. I'll think about that other thing for a little bit, and I'll probably catch you tomorrow. Oh, I won't catch you tomorrow. You're doing the bike up on thing. So, well, I'm sure I'll catch you tomorrow sometime. Seven degrees. Good night. Yeah, I'll be around tomorrow. It's next Saturday, so I'll be around tomorrow. All right, day four TLC.
if you require that medical assistance. We pause. Um, we, we observe it at team 230. Um, he did call in that people were trapped in a building in Port of Spain. Um, with his communication, um, he didn't indicate um, in the same com communication whether it was a flat or, uh, you know, a, a building so that whoever coming with assistance would have known how to Thank you so much, uh, Team 478. Folks, the Team 478, Andrew, is also disaster preparedness director for the Trent Tobago Red Cross Society. And uh, of course, again, information coming in there. Thank you so much, uh, 478. Uh, those information, of course, will be recorded and documented. But they're recorded, will be documented and used uh, later on for different areas. Um, let me see if he is here. If not, we close team 135. Are you still with us? Okay, nothing from the team 135 there. Okay, what more folks? Bear with me for one second or two again. Uh, team 466, any final before we close? Microphone back to you, sir. Well, I was very heartened to hear my good friend. I'm sorry I missed his voice and his call sign. Nevertheless, Jerry has been one of the fantastic 
persons in this area of uh, risk management in the Republic of Trinidad and Tobago. Yeah. And once again, he has demonstrated going beyond the call of duty to share time with fellow um, stakeholders in, in the arena of disaster risk management. So I, I, I thought I should mention that. So good night again, Jer Jerry, my good friend, uh, for being uh, for your involvement. It's always important, very, very important that I always make mention of professional obesity when people become too big for office and therefore they can do these tasking. But I'm very, very happy to share this um, this brief moment with our colleagues on, on, on this in this very important exercise. As to the way forward, uh, training has been identified as one of the areas that needs to be looked at. Training, training, training. And I I, I must say, I, I heard a comment about the Fugu Field exercise. I thought of it as to how it will work with people who availing themselves. Uh, you know, they, we have our life other life issues to deal with. But nevertheless, I think that will be a plus to bring some realism to the to this what you may consider to be uh, uh, something just beyond a, a, a tabletop or a functional exercise, if you want to call it that way. And um, there are some key areas that we now have to look at. Um, detailing, it was mentioned that um, as we go forward, Detailing of messages, um, having the description, and that is something that I would like to, if there is, with this opportunity, I'd just like to make mention of it, so just bear with me a little bit. Um, message description for people like ourselves, and when I say ourselves, um, I'm looking from the anglers being a radio operator now. It's critically important to persons who have to respond, especially from in a, uh, um, EOC settings, emergency operations center settings, or from a command post. A field getting the description of the incident is critically important. And um, so those of us who are writing the scripts, I, or those of you who are writing the scripts will have to pay particular attention that um, it can allow for clinical details. For example, in a scenario such, a, such as an earthquake event, um, there is a strong possibility that there will be areas that need to be defined further beyond street. For example, let's just look at Maloney. I always use the Maloney planning unit or what we call the high-rise building as an example for, for incidents such as persons living on floors and not defined by just a street but going a little deeper where you have to find emergency personnel needs to find persons to respond to them in such a scenario, and that will be our reality, where persons are on floors, levels, building, 
And if I'm to do it from the reverse end, to find the room that this person may be trapped in or need even some medical situation, where how do you find that person? Especially people like EMS. Um, for a burning building, it's always easy. You can see this move from the distance. But when we have these scenarios, so it's important that the radio operator who may be that person bringing that initial message start thinking in details as to location and description of incidents so that the risk it will inform the responder to adequately respond in a particular manner. So those are areas that we can look at going forward. Yes, of course, the whole area of the incident command system is one that we um, will need to dig a little deep into um, in understanding the command um, staff structure and the general staff structure, and also some of the sub-levels within the, um, the sections and understand how they work well. For example, we, we spoke about planning pause and in that section how we break it down going beyond just that phase of the initial response but going a little deeper into other areas and somebody mentioned it in terms of um, the DINA the preliminary damage assessments and what are some of the initial reports that are needed especially from areas that which ECLAC and these places need to provide for, for again, team, REAC, and other personnel in the field will have to provide that kind of clinical information in a widespread event that will allow for aid to come into the country. So it's important that we get those things correct and understand that our minds and our eyes have to be able to look at these elements. I know it's pretty late now, it's just around close to half past 10, so, but uh, from the very scenario, from this hot wash, we can still look at areas of the same exercise and just carry it a bit further. And those are recommendations. Um, you don't have to do over a full exercise again, we can build on this going forward and look at clinical areas make some time jumps into it is it is uh, maybe two weeks after the incident there's a lot of dead bodies mass burial where will you do these things what kind of information you're finding carcasses things like that debris management all these relief in remote areas what are some other challenges so these are areas from the same scenario that we can build on going forward until we narrow it down bringing it back to reality just a little beyond that first 72 hours, going a little beyond that, where you're now looking at um, a state of affair that we will consider to be very, very chaotic in the Republic of Trinidad and Tobago. Ladies and gentlemen, I know I can go on, go on, go on, but I know it is late, so I want to thank you, say thanks again, and for a wonderful exercise, and I myself as a disaster manager, uh, we'll be looking at these um, these scripts and we'll be going over it and 
again, food for thought in all of the messages that went down this evening, and I will be digging into some of these messages for our replay. Take care, all the best, 400 out. Uh, 400 slash 466. Oh. Roger, thank you so much, uh, team 466. All right, folks, so we come to the end of it. Let me thank each and everyone. Uh, the team 230, the team 651, the team um, 755, who we didn't hear from, and any others. Again, folks, thank you so much for your contribution, valuable contribution, much appreciated. And then going forward, of course, we're going to continue to review the video. The script that we have there, um, we have heard so many suggestions, and we're going to look at all of these things to make the next time that we come out, especially to do a hurricane, we do a hurricane once every year, and uh, the next time we are out is something, and, and I think it's November, October, November, for our um, hurricane situation, and uh, so it's once a year, and hurricane is the next, so that again, in going forward, we're going to be looking at a lot of new stuff, the, the cap what are the implementation we're going to put in place for um, October, November 2018 when we look at our hurricane and, of course, uh, some more detail. Thanks again. Have yourself a beautiful night. God bless everyone. And, of course, we look forward to hearing you tomorrow, those folks on the morning wave. Thank you, everyone, as we bring this channel back to normal radio use. Bye, everybody. Sam Trees.